Thank you. Arigato. The Your Own Pay Podcast Network. Inspiring, motivating, and educating entrepreneurs around the world. Thinking about thinking because if you use these habits of mind on a daily basis, like you can go pretty far in your career, schooling, etc. That's the sound of passion in the voice of a passionate, professional, blind individual. Visit yourownpay.com slash interview to learn more about today's guest. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is Michael here, and we're back on another passionate, professional, blind individual chat. It's been a while since we've been out here, but today I'm joined by the amazing Christine of Insightful Publications, and I'm excited to get to know Christine more. Now, a little history behind my knowledge of Christine. I've seen her name out there in mailing lists and on Facebook group, seen her working very hard to get the message out there about the publications that she's producing. We'll learn more about why she's producing those publications and what these publications are later on in the interview. But before we get started, Christine, I want to give you an opportunity to let the listeners know if they're inspired by the message that they hear today, how can they get in contact with you? For example, what's your website and Twitter if you have that as well? Well, first of all, to respond to that question, they can contact me by email at I-N-S-I-G-H-T-F-U-L-P-U-B at gmail.com. They can visit our website at I-N dash, and that's a regular dash sign, S-I-G-H-T-F-U-L dot com. We will link to all of that contact information in the show notes as well. So as the regular listeners know, you can get access to that by clicking on the show notes. Christine, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day today to join me. Can you introduce yourself to the listeners and let them know what is Insightful Publications? Well, first of all, to give you a little background about my company, I am a visually impaired individual solely putting these resource handbooks together myself. So my time is spent constantly making sure that the books are up to date as possible at time of printing. Insightful Publications was started in December of 2009. It is a one-person operation. As of right now, There are a total of 24 state resource handbooks that are available for purchase. And those states are Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, California, Colorado, Delaware, Florida, Hawaii, Georgia, Illinois, Kansas, Mississippi, Michigan, Maryland, New York, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Oregon, Pennsylvania, and Texas, and South Dakota is also available. This is a long-term project. They can visit our website to, to see what other state resource handbooks are available. As when I put new ones out, I will put the information up on our website. These state resource handbooks include the many organizations for the blind and visually impaired covering areas such as employment, housing, transportation, and more. It also includes contact information on the local, regional, and national level. The way the book is laid out is it lists the company name, all the contact information, 
the website address, and then a short description about that company. In what formats is the book in? State resource handbooks are not available in the following formats of Braille hard copy and audio. I can do large print hard copy upon request. If you do go the large print hard copy route, it would be mailed to you by mail, free matter for the blind. They are available in electronic formats of Microsoft Word, PDF, Microsoft Word, HTML, and rich text format. And then for like payments, we take checks, money orders, and um, PayPal. So if they're interested in ordering any of these, they can go to our website, in-sightful.com slash order page, O-R-D-E-R-P-A-G-E dot H-T-M-L. Now, since these are electronic formats, they would be sent to the person by email with an attachment, meaning one of those attachments that they pick. As far as updates go, when I update the book, I will send out an email as a friendly reminder saying that we've updated the state resource handbook just in case people are interested in purchasing the updated resource handbook. Now, does everyone get that uh, update or just the people who purchase that specific resource handbook? Basically, the people who purchase. I mean, you know, I have like a whole book sales list on my document. So then I have all the email addresses. I'll send them out an email and go, you know, this is just a friendly reminder. We've updated the book. If you're interested in purchasing the updated book, contact me at the email address. Well, we we definitely need to talk with you a, a bit about au- bringing some automation to that because that sounds like you're doing it the hard way. And if your state's not listed, uh, can people contact you and request uh, what the status of that state is? Yeah, what I will do, and I've had this before, people, what I will tell them is, you know, they'll send me an email and go, is this thing available? And I'll say, no, your resource handbook is not available at this time. However, what I will do is I'll put the email address on that list, and then when it comes out to be available for purchase, then I just send out one email, you know, giving all more information about it, and, you know, how to purchase it, pricing formats, and how to pay and everything. Perfect. So if you're in one of the 24 states that were already aforementioned, or uh, are, are you able to share with us what one of the next states coming out is? Yeah, my next May state's going to be North Dakota. North Dakota. So if you're North Dakota, definitely reach out to Christine uh, of Insightful Publications to get information about that publication. Let me ask you, what goes into producing one of these resource handbooks? Because it sounds like these are an amazing resource for for anyone who's blind looking to know what's available in one of those 24 states. So can you walk us through the process of producing a resource handbook? Basically, what I do is I send out an email to that company saying who I am, And, you know, we're creating this state resource handbook specifically for and how we would like to include them as a resource for the establishment. And then I'm asking them what, you know, contact information they want to include. And then they'll contact me with the information that they want to include. And then I would put that information under their listing in the state resource handbook. Okay, so you're manually reaching out to these people, and I, t- I take it you're searching for them on Google to see where they are? Or? This is a question I've been getting a, lot, getting a lot from people, is how do you get your resources? I get them from bookmarks that I have, different publications that I get that have to do with the blind and visually impaired, like Braille Monitor, which is put out by the National Federation of the Blind, Braille Forum, 
future reflections, dialogue, and I also get some resources from different podcasts that I listen to as well. So I get my resources from a variation of different, you know, areas. But it sounds like you're constantly in research mode and taking notes of, of where those resources are. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you, Christine, because I'm sure a lot of the listeners, I know I'm wondering this, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners are wondering it. Why are you doing this? First of all, someone called me and they said, oh, I'm looking for this, you know, resource. And I typed in the search term in Google and nothing came up. So then I took that same search term and put it in Google and a whole bunch of information came up. So that's when I said, you know what, I need to create the state resource handbooks where everything is all in one place so it'll be easier for people to navigate instead of having to go to websites and have to go through different drop-down menus for them trying to find that the information that they're trying to look for. Now, not to mention finding links that you know, do not work and websites that are not updated very well. That's the headache that sometimes comes with being a webmaster is you have to keep, well, you should be keeping that information updated and unfortunately not a lot of them are. And that's part of the reason too. I skipped the month of December because I use that time to go back in and check all the links for all the different states. So that's kind of like update time. And then as well as getting the next book ready for the you know new year in that January. Do you have a regular publishing schedule? Are you publishing every couple of months or is it just... Basically one every month, except for December. How are you advertising these? I put it on different Facebook groups that have to do with the blind. I put it in like the different publications that I get. You know, people who do newsletters, I send them a notice and see if they'll put it in the newsletter. I've been on different podcasts talking about it. You're just grinding to try to make uh, the awareness of it out there. You're, you're not trying to expect it to just happen. Definitely the word's getting out because people have been contacting me. So, What are some of the, the struggles that you've faced when trying to share your message with the blind community? I think a lot of the blind community, I think the hardest thing for them to do is trying to find employment due to transportation issues. Yeah, you mentioned that on your website. I think at this point, if they can, try and find a job that they can do telecommuting where they can do it all from home. That would be their best bet. Unless they can create their own company. But again, that's a lot of, you know, maintaining to do. Running your own business is definitely not for everyone. It's a lot of responsibility in it. That's for sure. A lot of responsibility, a lot of self-discipline, not getting distracted. And and then you have family that comes into it too, which, and sometimes you can't uh, control those elements. So That's the hard part. Yeah. It is. Christine, it sounds like technology plays a major role in your research for these books. Oh yeah. Well, that's the next thing I want to talk about. I'm sure people are going to go, what does she use? Well, I use a PC computer with the screen reader JAWS, which is job access with speech. I use a four-track tape recorder, and I also use the NLS Advanced Digital Talking Book Player. Four-track tape recorder. Man, I remember those. <laughs> Just because I get some of my publications still on cassette tape because they haven't switched over to the NLS cartridge. Interesting you bring that up. I uh, recently graduated from a Hadley course and they sent me a cassette tape. I showed my ten year or my nine year old brother that and he said, What is that? I know. The digital cartridge, the quality on it is so much better. It's just like why aren't more people switching to this? Yeah, it's because people don't want to embrace the new technology. I run into that every day. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Besides me doing this, I also helped format the um 
Dallas newsletter, and I also help format the Vision Access magazine, which is put out by Council of Citizens with Low Vision. So I'm doing all different kinds of tasks. You're busy, it sounds like. So, so you're a formatter. Yeah. Awesome. And we'll link to all of those magazines and uh, publications that Christina's mentioned in those show notes just because, well, number one, I didn't even know Dialogue was still around. I used to listen to them in the early 2000s, so I'm glad to hear. You know, Dialogue actually has a um, publication available now on NLS cartridge. I'll have to check that out. You're using JAWS, you're using Windows, you know how to, to navigate the web, and, and it sounds like your your tech skills are, are fairly decent, which is something that I'm glad to hear. Where do you see technology going in 10 years, and how do you see that impacting what you do? You know, I think a lot of it's going to go towards mobile devices, such as tablets and smartphones. Just the thing with this, you know, assistive technology thing, you got to keep up with it constantly. You just can't look at it one day and go... Okay, I'm done because that next day something else could come out, a new link, something could change. So it's just always constantly keeping up with it. And you know, another thing I've been telling the blind community is I, I go, you have to network with people. I go, if you don't network with people, you know, you're not going to be able to find contacts. You, that's how you get the word out. Is like a good example of that is, you know, if you talk to some of your people and you say, you know, I'm doing this, you know, this is what I'm doing. Some of them may ask you to send them, you know, some business cards and some of them will pass it out at their little table like that they have when they have a convention or something for them, for their organization. Some of them will do that, but not all of them. So it just depends how the person responds to, you know, after you explain to them what you're doing. I think we need to also think outside of the box, too, because often we think networking means I have to go see them in person. I have connections. I'm chatting. Well, not right now, but right before this call. And she sent me three messages since we've been on this call. But I'm chatting with a lady out of the Philippines. I have a gentleman that I'm working with out of India. I have a client out of Australia and one out of Trinidad and Tobago. So unfortunately, we don't we don't realize that networking is worldwide nowadays. Right. And, you know, so with email and everything, there's a lot of ways you can get your message out. You just type something up and you just use your copy and paste feature and that's it. Now, Christine, books have made a huge impact on my life, both fiction and nonfiction. Uh, have they impacted your life? And if so, what's the number one book that's, that's changed what you've done? You know, as far as books go and stuff, I mainly stick with just technology stuff. I don't really go outside of that. Area. Awesome, awesome. So you're nonfiction or fiction technology reader? More just like technology stuff to do with the blind. Ah, okay. So educating yourself on the new tools and software. Got it. Page.html. Perfect. And definitely, definitely give that a look. Christine, I got two more questions for you today. And uh, the last question is going to give you an opportunity to share any other information you might want to with the listeners. The question before we get to that, though, is I 
produce a podcast called Your Own Pay, teaching people how they can produce their own business, make their own paycheck, and not rely on someone else to discriminate against them because they're blind. What I'm trying to do is bring passionate professional blind individuals to share their message about why they decided to choose starting their own business. If asked, Christine, how can I make my own pay? What would you tell someone that they needed to do to start their own business? Try and network as much as possible to get the word out and type up like a little introduction about what the company is going to be about and hand it out to different um, places that have to do with the blind and visually impaired. And the more you put it out on social media, you know, at first it's going to take time. But once you start putting it out, the word will get out over time. Exactly. And people will share if you provide a product or service that helps them. Christine, you've been amazing to hang out with today, and I'm sure people will definitely check out your website. Before we let you go and have you wrap up with your website one more time, do you have any other feedback you want to share with people or any other comments about Insightful Publications? I would just say mainly just to network as much as possible and basically use the habits of mind of like being persistent at it, managing impulsivity, metacognition, thinking about thinking, because if you use these habits of mind on a daily basis, like you can go pretty far in your career, schooling, etc. Thinking about thinking. That is awesome. I love that. Well, thank you, Christine. One more time. What's the website for Insightful Publications? And uh, I appreciate you hanging out with us today. The website address is in-sightful.com. The email address is in S-I-G-H-T-F-U-L-T-U-B at gmail.com. Thank you, and have an amazing rest of your day, Christine. Well, thank you very much for having me on. You've been listening to Your Own Pay Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, visit yourownpay.com slash cast for exclusive content and to contact us today. We're eager to hear your thoughts and about how you're making this podcast your own. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. The Your Own Pay Podcast, yourownpay.com.